do big name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford and Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lugnuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. Sir. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Pete Townsend with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be sunny today with a high of 58. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's 41 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, magic happened. Literal magic. During a charity show at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles on Saturday night, Step Brothers co-stars Will Ferrell and John C. Riley re- reunited on stage and sang Boats and Hoes with Snoop Dogg. Really? Yeah. They That's jo- awesome. They joined. Then they joined him for gin and juice, and they brought out a birthday cake for him because he just turned fifty-two on Friday. Uh, Snoop lit a joint on one of the candles. I gotta tell you, that would that would have been a hell of a performance. It's too bad they didn't uh, you know recreate the uh, Catalina wine mixer. Yeah, that's the effing Catalina wine, wine mixer. mixer. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if that's possible to do. Really? Yeah. Just with voice and drums? I don't know. Maybe maybe with just voice and drums. Um, Snoop Dogg though, still kicking it, man. Oh, he, I know. He loves it. He loves the he loves doing his weed and being chill. Yeah, but you know Will Ferrell is the songbird of my generation. You're 6 months apart. Nevertheless. Uh, move over, Will and Jada. Someone else's marriage is also a sloppy public experiment in unconditional love. And you'll never guess who it is. Mick Jagger. Meryl Streep. Ah, yeah. Although uh, neither of them has a book to promote, Meryl and her husband Don Gummer, that's his name, to decided to announce on Friday that they've been separated for six years already. Six years? Yeah, their statement said, quote, while they will always care for each other, they have chosen to live lives apart. Interestingly, Meryl was wearing her wedding band at, the, at an event in Spain on Friday, Meryl and Don were married for 45 years and have four adult children and five grandchildren. So, I mean, not like anyone is required to announce when or when they haven't gotten divorced, but but six years of resting on it, being silent about it, it seem excessive to you? No, and frankly, I don't think anybody would have really cared if you told anybody that you were getting divorced after that long. Most oh, Hollywood marriages are only like six months to a year. They went at least 45. That's saying something. Well, yeah, throw if, in the if, towel. If I had known that Meryl Streep was available. Right. I, you, yeah, yeah. The, the course of my life could have taken a very different turn. I don't, uh, yeah, she's a little older than you, though. What's wrong with that? I don't know. You like old tongue? It's, it's not really about that. It's just uh, she's Meryl Streep. I know, but the, she she either sleeps with the O uh, <laughs> or the Q or the tongue sticker. 
I'm going to pretend we never had this conversation. <laughs> Better off just shutting my mouth. I'm glad we had this conversation. <laughs> John Stamos was once caught, uh, or John Stamos once caught his girlfriend in bed with another man, but he took an assist from Elton John before he realized who was cooking him. You want to hear this story? Kind of, but I find it hard to imagine. Back in the 80s, John briefly dated a model and actress, Terry Copley. But uh, one time, when he was on the road, she started kind of ghosting him. So when he got back, he went over to her house. In the driveway, he saw a 1957 Porsche with hairbrush, keys, and boxing gloves in it. There was also a poster of Terry naked. While uh, half of her butt was showing, it was a poster John had never seen. He couldn't get into her house, and all the lights were off, so he checked the guest house in the backyard. The door was slightly open, so he peeked inside and saw, quote, four feet protruding from under a blanket. Right? Uh-huh. He couldn't tell who the guy was, but he was angry and confused and holding back tears. Then he left, but not before stealing the naked poster from the Porsche. Terry had actually signed it to a guy named Tony. This is where Elton John comes in. On the way home, uh, the song Tiny Dancer came on, and of course, we've all heard, misheard the lyrics. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. And that's when it hit John. His girlfriend had cheated on him with Tony Danza. Now who's the boss? Bam! Tony Danza! (laughs) And now you know who the real boss is. Yes, you do. Well, I mean, uh, Tony Danza was was a... In his day... He was a fine-looking man. Fine-looking Italian man. But no John Stamos. No, John Stamos, but uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes you want a little strange. You want to see? Guess, a, I guess. You want to go with the rougher cut. Oh, was, compared to the two, he's definitely the rougher cut. Oh, Angela, <laughs> I'm about to arrive. <laughs> Who's thank, the boss? Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're mixing two different shows now. It's two different Tony Danza shows. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, there's a reason we don't uh, see Re- Reese Witherspoon in uh, Les Mis or Schindler's <laughs> List or any of the Saw movies. It's because that's not where we want to see her, and she's at peace with that. She says, quote, I'm not meant to be doing dark, heavy, intense, horror, gore, darkness movies. People like to see me do light movies, and I was like, okay. It doesn't put you in the cool kids club, but, but I don't care. I don't want to be in the cool kids club. I just want to sit pretty and make a lot of money for doing stupid movies. Listen, she's making plenty of bank. She can do whatever she wants. She is, but she was in uh, Cruel Intentions years ago. That was a pretty dark movie. Yeah, but wouldn't you rather see her in something light and fluffy? Like the Legally Blonde movies? Or um, or that TV show, uh, The Morning Show that she's on with Jennifer Aniston? Oh, that's on Apple, right? That's, that's on Apple. Apple thing? Yeah, I so that's seen, a light farce. I haven't seen that one yet. I don't, it's not I, that bad, actually. I don't buy Apple, though. Oh, either do I. I'm aping off of somebody else's uh, subscription. How do you do that? That's hard to do. Yeah, it's my way of doing it. Uh, you probably wondered why Britney Spears amped up the nude po- uh, photos post-conservatorship. Well, her reason is pretty simple. Freedom. In, in a leaked excerpt from her upcoming memoir, Britney says, quote, I know that a lot of people don't understand why I love taking pictures of myself naked or in nude dresses. But I think if they had been photographed by other people thousands of times, prodded and posed for other people's approval, they'd understand that I get a lot of joy from posing the way I feel sexy and taking my own picture. That's why I do it. Yeah. So there you have it. Her new memoir, The Woman in Me, comes out tomorrow. I get naked and I start dancing with knives. Oh, that's usually how uh, disasters happen. <laughs>
Uh, That's even before I pick up the knives. Kim Kardashian celebrated her birthday over the uh, over the weekend. No kidding. Big uh, 43-year-old blowout. Wow, she must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had a blowout like this was when I gave Ray J, Ray J the squabble neck knob job in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. It's the squabble neck that makes it special. Clean the salty dome. Uh, <laughs> Caitlin? Well, I never got that down and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, uh, but uh, she once acted like a whistling Canadian. That's a whistling Canadian. That's when you uh, add a mouthful of maple syrup to what you're doing. <laughs> and then we stopped off at Chick Fillatio. <laughs> what are you trying to say? They're open on Sundays, by the way. Yeah, I love that special sauce. Oh yeah, I yeah, right, sure. And uh, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is, uh, she gave me her best Fozzie Bear impression. Rocka rocka rocka. Ah. You never thought we'd bring the Muppets into no, this whole thing, No, 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 I, I really didn't. Uh, well, that's why I call her my little Miss Piggy. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood <laughs> trash on Rock 102. Ah! Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 612 in the cars with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 58. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It is 41 right now in downtown Springfield. At uh, your recommendation. Yeah. We went to go see the Taylor. Yeah, it's a little bit much. And we went to go see the Taylor Swift film on yeah. Saturday. Ooh. Oh, ooh no, yeah. Did you like it? Did you get the popcorn with the sparkles on it? No, actually, I uh, I didn't. We had uh, chowed down a tap, and I was you know, just too full before I yeah, got into the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, um, one, I like that theater a lot. So comfortable. Yeah, it's it's a really uh, good place to see a film if you're gonna go somewhere. You know, um, in a situation like this, you had to like pre-buy your tickets. You know, you, yeah. you bought them online, cost you a few bucks, and then you scan your phone, and then then there's your tickets, right? Yeah. So we had t- uh, seats F eight and nine. Okay. F eight and F nine. So right. That's uh, six rows from the back. Dead center. Dead yeah. center. Perfect seats. Couldn't have asked for better seats. All right. We're sitting down. We're having our drinks. And uh, some woman just barges over to us and yeah. says, you're in my seats. I'm saying, uh, I'm sorry. You're in our seats. We have seats four, five, six, and seven. Yeah. You've been to MGM, right? Yeah. They have them labeled on the what numbers they are. On the right seats. there in that little, on yeah. that little table yeah. thing. And I'm like, no, we're eight and nine. Yeah. And she just. She sat down, didn't apologize or anything. No, because she realized she was wrong. She realized she made a jackass of herself. Yeah. And then her kids sat next to Her kids wind up sitting next to us. She sat two rows back. Like, what are you, what are you doing? I mean, why is trying to start fights with people? How, just, just read the table. How did she start? How did she get two? How did she sit two rows back? She must have had two separate transactions. She had two separate. Yeah. Because right. when I bought, uh, I'm going again. By the way, I don't blame yeah. you. Yeah, uh, and uh, I'm taking I'm taking several other children uh, with me. Oh, you're a good my dad. Kid's birthday. Yeah, I don't know. And, I don't uh, know if I can sit through it twice. I was like, I don't really want to sit next to these kids. You know, let them have their little fun, but I still got to be there. So let me just pick another seat in the back. You can't. You have to pick them all together, right. in the same row. So I just thought that was an incredibly rude thing to do. It's like, yeah. you, you know, listen, we all got assigned seats. We all know where we're sitting. And without even 
you know, saying, excuse me. It was like, you're in our seats. Yeah. Like, what a rude, rotten, miserable, awful woman. And I don't mind saying it because I might mention her by name, but I think your kids are sitting in row F, four, you, five, six, and seven. Did you say you need to calm down? I, You're being I felt too like loud. Said, I felt like saying uh, these are seat eight and nine, and we paid every bit as much as you did for those seats. So stop acting like a jackass and sit down. You, it's, did you miss what I just did here? What the song? You need to calm down. Oh yeah, you're being yeah. too loud. That's you're right. Yeah, that's. But I, when I heard it, I just uh, you, I shaked it off. And that's you said, "Listen, shade doesn't make anybody less gay." Anyway, uh, so I yeah, we watched the film, and you know, in uh, in all fairness, it, yeah. she put on a great performance. Uh, it was a good film. Yeah, it's the greatest concert film I've ever seen. Still say stop making sense would probably be a little bit better than that. Yeah, but she's not a bad looking gal. Nothing, nothing, uh, nothing to uh, turn your head away from. You know what I'm saying? Thought of a great drinking game. If you if you go, if you if you decide between yeah. now and next weekend to start drinking again. Every time she gives a side-eye look yeah. in the film, you grab a shot, you knock it down. Oh, there you go. You'd probably be hammered by the first uh, first half hour of that show. First 15 minutes, yeah. Steve. She's side-eyeing left and right. I've never seen a woman side-eye so much. She's side-eyeing like, you know, the one side of the crowd, the other side of the crowd. She's got this big jumbotron behind her. Yeah. Everyone can see she's side-eyeing. She's yeah. side-eye. I've never seen a performance with more side-eye. Well, she's, she's a side-eye kind of gal. She is. Yeah. I also uh, couldn't help but separate uh, the movie from the reality. Yeah. So you had all these people at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, each one of them spending at least $2,000 a seat to be there. We spent like 25 bucks to sit at the Regal Cinemas at MGM, yeah. and that place was loaded with 13-year-old girls screaming and dancing and yelling. Steve, I would never knowingly harm a child. You know that. I love kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a right. peace loving, yeah, yeah. peace loving guy. Oh yeah. But if I had spent two thousand dollars to sit in a building with thirty five thousand other screaming teenage kids, all of a sudden you're Bing Crosby. All of a sudden, I'm I'm throwing haymakers yeah, all over yeah. the place. That's that's what I'm doing. I mean, because even. You know, I mean, I realize uh, this is as close to Taylor Swift that these kids are ever going to get in Springfield, but yeah. it was, and it was fine for the first hour, but it's yeah. a two-hour and forty-five-minute yeah, long, long show. Yeah. It went on forever, and they never stopped being enthusiastic. Whereas my enthusiasm kind of ended within right. the first, you know hour of which 45 minutes were nothing but previews and commercials right after that first song she comes out and sings and that was about pretty much it for you yeah it? i thought well yeah. that's a that's an interesting stage setup and uh hmm, that's a lot of costume changes all for one show but nevertheless it was like uh that's that's not a two thousand dollar performance under no circumstances of, is that worth two thousand dollars of course it's not but you have a a mentality in this country where it's the FOMO, the fear of missing out. If you don't buy these tickets, mm -hmm. you're not going to be part of the biggest concert tour to ever take the world. But I don't care. There's there a, are a lot of people that do that. Oh, I know. Yeah. But there's a part of me that uh, that laughs at the people that bought the tickets to the show. Yeah. And how much I saved by waiting just a couple I, of months. I told you that see last week. See in the week. movie theater. I told you that last week. You I did. Said, this is the best way to see a concert. You got people dancing around like uh, like you're actually at a show. And you don't have to worry about not talking. 
even though you're in a movie theater because the music's so loud that mm-hmm. it's, it's like being at a concert. There's people talking all the time at a, at, a, at a concert like that. And the only traffic, I told you, the only traffic I hit was the traffic cone on a Morgan Road. Yeah. Uh, leaving the place. Uh, I went to the West Springfield one. It's it's so much better than to have to, like, spend all that money, <laughs> sit in traffic, spend astronomical amounts of money on, on concessions. Yeah. And this way, she's making all the money on everything now. Even she, with even with the extra <laughs> expensive concessions, even if you've got the glitter popcorn. Yeah. It's still cheaper than a ticket to the actual show. The glitter popcorn. You'd be like pooping like a unicorn on your way home. <laughs> that's why I didn't order it. Yeah, that's how that's how they know you went. <laughs> <laughs> they check they check your sample. And yeah, say, right. Oh, look. He was at a Taylor Swift concert last night. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest going there yeah. like right before a colonoscopy. That would be a great. You, know, you have no polyps, yeah, but you're yeah, loaded with glitter. Yeah. What is what? Yeah. Have you been? Uh, have you been eating unicorn meat? <laughs> what have you been eating? <laughs> but that's like that would be like a good way for like a like. A, <laughs> you probably look like a confetti cannon going off. Yeah, that would be like a good plot line. <laughs> <laughs> Poof. <laughs> Like you pull the little string on it, like the little popper things. But wouldn't that be a great plot line for yeah. like a like a uh, Law and Order episode? <laughs> they're trying to figure out who the murderer is, and they find it, you know, and then somebody left, uh, you know, something behind yeah. at the crime scene, and they're like, somebody was at a Taylor Swift concert last night. We could tell by the glitter poking out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> the little DNA analysis, and they turn out, yeah. oh, this is the guy who murdered that girl. And the crime has been solved. Yes, it has. There you go. But I just thought, uh, it, you know, I mean, it's just, listen, she's she's a, a, a very talented woman. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Like last week when you we were talking about the, uh, the insane power she has over people. There's yeah. something crazy about what's going on with her. But, uh, you know, it's a two-hour, 45-minute-long yeah. concert film. It's like at, at one point I'm going, how many more songs does she actually have? She has a lot of songs. I, I know. But, hey, the hate is going to hate, hate, hate. That's what she says. She's right about that. I'm glad you had the best tea, Tay-Tay experience anyone can have. Are you a super fan now? No. You're no. not a Swifty? Not exactly, no. I don't know if this is going to work out between us now. I thought we, we got to be on the common. same team here. It's 622 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Get checking that checks all the boxes for free. Unlock your potential with a banky. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 628 and the Foo Fighters with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 58. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's 41 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, uh, real quick before you do the joke. Yeah. we got to wait for the music to end first. All right, there it is. All right. Uh, this week on Baxi's Musical Podcast, my guest is uh, drummer Simon Phillips. You don't know who that guy is? He's played for literally everybody. Hello, his name is Simon, and he likes to do drawings. No, wrong Simon. Are um, you looking at my bum? <laughs> I think you're looking at my bum. No, Simon Phillips has played with The Who, Frank Zappa, Peter Gabriel, Jeff Beck, Toto, Brian Eno, Judas Priest, Tears yeah. for Fears, White Snake and about nine million others. Uh, he's got a brand new live record out uh, with uh, Derek Sherinian called Sherinian Phillips Live. You can hear that interview uh, now on Apple uh, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Spotify, and at rock102.com. Really cool interview. You can check that out anytime you damn well feel like it.
Anytime. Anytime. I'll have to check that out. You can listen to it today. You can listen to it six months from now. It'll still be up there. You can listen to it whenever you choose. That's exactly right, Steve. Would you like to laugh now? I would. All right. Oh, that's not the right. There you go. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's classic rock. So a man was riding the bus, minding his own business. Yes. When a gorgeous woman sits down next to him and starts to breastfeed her baby, right? Mm-hmm. Now the baby uh, wouldn't take. So she said, uh, come on, sweetie, eat it all up or I'll have to give it to this nice man next to us. And five minutes later, the baby was still not feeding. So she said, come on, honey, take it or I'll give it to the nice man right here. And a few minutes go by and the anxious man blurted out, Come on, kid, make up your mind. I was supposed to get off four stops ago. Ah! Yes, yes, he wanted some of the rest. I got a buddy who's into that kind of thing. Ta-da. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102. 633 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. I uh, thank, thank God for 22 News telling us that next week uh, daylight savings time is coming to an end it's like the top story on their uh, website now wait a minute does that mean we're not doing it or does that mean it's our last one no it just comes to it they're not gonna uh yeah it's it's just the end of this one and it'll begin again oh yeah well that's a relief it's almost time to turn back the clocks with the uh 22 news storm team is working for you uh, with what this means for the rest of the year. It's almost time for daylight saving to end. On the first Sunday of every November, we gain an hour back. We do? Yeah, I know. This is like this new thing. Uh, oh, my God. It was crazy. I saw the clock go from 2 o'clock, and then it didn't move. Is there ever a point in the year where we, uh, say, fall back? Or spring ahead? This is where we fall back. We fall... Clock, I'm but, sorry, the clock said 2 o'clock and it went back to 1 o'clock. Well, I would suggest that at some point of the year, then we spring ahead. Yeah. Coming well, up I in March, no, I, we go ahead of forward one. I had no idea we had these things kind of going on around us. Uh, Yeah. At 2 a.m. on November 5th, you're going to have to set your clock back to 1 a.m. Listen, most of the clocks do it for you now. The digital one, yeah. I mean, I mean, the one on my stove and the one on the microwave, I got to do manually. Pisses me off. The only two clocks in my world I have to touch. I don't know why. Uh, you got a new vehicle, right? I do. All right. So, how easy was it to set the clock on that, or did they already do it for you, it or was, does it do it by itself? It was already done for me. Yeah. I never had to touch a thing. I never understood why they never made that the easiest thing to do. You remember, you had to get a little paper clip and stick it in the H and the M. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. All right. Yeah, we had to stick it in there and uh, get the hour going. Yeah. Or the minute. But, it, yeah. It, yeah. And then you'd miss took, it. Took me forever to get that thing in the hole. Yeah. Uh, that's what she said. Ah. I, I, but, uh, <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. But but now I think it's a pretty uh, simple thing. Yeah, you know, just to press the, uh, the touch screen. Hit a little, uh, a couple things here and there, and then boom, I'm in. I get to set the clock, what kind of clock I want, you know, uh, how much uh, time, uh, you know, different kind of timers. I mean, it's uh, it's an incredible, yeah. incredible piece of machinery. 
Yeah, it's uh, I don't know why we even do this. Uh, we talk we talk about this every time it comes up. Why we're even bothering? Well, um, every year you hear people uh, complain, or or at least try to describe it as an agricultural benefit to farmers. But uh, how many farmers are really changing the clocks around? Uh, listen, they got lights on the John Deere's now. Those guys are out there uh, all hours of the day and night. They're all they're all mechanical, all computer generated yeah. thing. They can they can practically till the fields without even looking. I see. I saw a guy in Westfield last week uh, till it at like seven or eight o'clock at night. Dark out now. So, yeah. And he's got the big lights on it. They don't they don't need the daylight. No, they, don't, they don't want it any more than we do. The uh, West Springfield Police Department is seeking the public's help in identifying two suspects who are involved in a larceny. According to the department, the two individuals were involved in the larceny of a wallet containing credit cards and then uh, proceeded to use them. Credit cards and a wallet. Credit cards and a wallet. Thought I'd never live to see the day. Uh, oh, and there were, I like uh, this chick. She's wearing, uh, she's wearing a winter coat and flip-flops, like big giant. Oh, actually, I think they're slippers. Slippers? Yeah. She's got a big giant overcoat on. Okay. She's very chesty, bosomy, bosomy, and uh, she's got uh, she's got slippers on, like she just got out of bed. Now, where are you seeing this? This is on Twenty Two News. This is uh, the West Springfield. Uh, Seek look, help. Seeking uh, larceny suspects. Yes. All right. Let me uh, let me see if I. Yeah, those are those are those are uh, like slides. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, well, you know, again, um, it's a little early to be wearing you know, a parka of that kind, but she yeah. does match the uh, shirt to the bag she's covering. If, you're, uh, if, you, if you know these folks, you're being asked to call Detective Dente. Okay. If his first name is Al. Al I, I know, I know. He's like, yeah, he's just right. Yeah, but just you know, he's not too soft. Just, uh, no, he's, he's not too soft no, on crime. But he's he's just right. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's toothsome, you could say. Yeah, this is like uh, the Goldilocks going, oh, I like it. Al dente. <laughs> Detective Al dente. Uh, Vermont State Police are searching for two Western Mass men who say they disappeared under suspicious circumstances. According to police, 20-year-old Jaheem Solomon of Pittsfield and 21-year-old Eric White of Chicopee were reported missing on October 15th. The men were last known to have been in the northern part of Vermont, and families told police the two had been in the areas of Burlington, Lowell, Morrisville, and Stowe. Police did not provide further details on the circumstances surrounding Solomon and White's disappearances. Solomon is described as 5'6", 180 pounds, with a muscular build and hazel eyes and brown hair. He was last seen wearing a gray shirt, sweatpants, and orange camouflage baseball hat with the letters DBF on it. Uh, White is described as five foot nine, weighing 180, with black hair and brown eyes. And anyone with information is asked to call the Vermont State Police. That is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, police are searching for a man wanted for questioning in connection with a death that took place in a gardener home on Sunday morning. Not the home of a gardener. No, like a home, home in Gardner. In Gardner, Massachusetts. The uh, man uh, is 33-year-old Aaron Pennington and he of Gardner, and he's being sought by the Mass State Police and the Gardner Police. He has blonde hair, blue eyes, six foot two, 175. We're like giving stats for everybody today. Does it uh, mention his likes or dislikes? Turns on, turn ons or turns off? Uh, no, it doesn't have any of that. That's on the Tinder bio. Oh, okay. This is just the preliminary. This is how they get you started on those. This is how they get you for the subscription. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, he's believed to be driving a white 2013 BMW with a Massachusetts veteran plate reading 8A30. Well, there you go. That is kind of like a Tinder profile. <laughs> he drives a BMW. Yeah. Ooh, he's got money. It's all for show. Yeah. If you see Pennington or the vehicle contact police, uh, they're saying not to approach him because he could be armed. But you know what? It's perfectly fine. You're going to be. No, armed. if he's armed, you don't want to get, you want to approach him. You just want to call the cops on him from right. just a few feet away. Uh, Chickabee will continue its work to improve pedestrian safety, accepting state funding for infrastructure improvements. Senator uh, Jake Oliviera and the Oliviera and the Chickabee legislative delegation from the state house will present a ceremonial check for fifty thousand dollars today to continue making roads and sidewalks safer for pedestrians. They, I feel safer already. They hold it up like, oh, here's the check. Like, like he just got a lottery win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you just like you you cast you put it on a on like a fishing pole and you cast it across the street and the pedestrians run after it like into traffic oh like a trick check yeah right Ooh, look 50 grand oh got away from me again oh wait i can get it again oh i got away from no, me i gotta again. keep trying the uh, funding comes from the fiscal year 2024 budget as cities and towns across the state continue to respond to rising traffic crashes and pedestrian deaths the city of Chicopee alone saw five pedestrians killed in car crashes in 2022, uh, representing a huge spike over the recent years, prompting action at the municipal level with the installation of flashing beacons on a number of mid-block pedestrian crossings around town. I really do believe that texting has a lot to do with these. You know, not I, speeding is, of course, you know, rec, you know, reckless driving and, and being a jerk. Oh, yeah. Yes, that is a big factor in a lot of these accidents. But I think another factor is that people aren't paying attention, and there's if they're, you're they're not down even be, they're not even being uh, sublime about it. I mean, it's it, they're just being they just they simply don't care. I saw another woman the other day. She was her face is like right into her phone as she's driving forward, not even looking at what was ahead of her. Yeah. And she's veering into my into my lane because you know, I'm not going to put up with that. So I, you know, I cranked my wheel and, and tried to do uh, some demolition derby stuff to her car. How'd that work out for you? Yeah, I didn't really, really do that. But no, yeah. Not that good. But nevertheless, you know, just I mean, they're not even being subtle. They're just it's just it's just blatant disregard for the fact that you with your face and your phone uh, pose a certain level of danger. Yeah, but you got to get that last Snapchat in. No, I get it. I get it. Listen, the, the filters, you know, change every day. You might miss out on one. Uh, yeah, I guess you could miss out on some, but. I mean, the dog face is always going to be there. The little baby face is always going to be there. But there's some new ones that are going to be there for like five days and they're going to go away for a while. There's, there's a comedian who has made so much money do using those filters. Uh, Anthony, uh, God, now I can't remember his last name. But he, he's he's made quite a bit of money doing he, – he's like an Italian. He does like Italian impressions of his grandparents. Mm -hmm. But he does it with that high – the, the high-pitched voice thing. Yeah, okay. And the big lips. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The one with the big long – it makes you look like you have a, like a duck bill for a face. I use that one all the time. Yeah. Well, that's your everyday uh, filter. Actually, that's the way you look. People don't realize that. Yeah. When people see actually... pictures of you. You're actually losing, using a filter to look normal. When in fact you do have a big duck bill on your, I do. On your face. Yeah. And web yeah. feet. Yes. And you say quack a lot. Right. Yeah. I do. It's annoying a little bit. I'm sorry. Right. But uh I don't even know where the hell I was going with that. I don't know either, Steve, but I was going along with you.
Must must have been all that uh, those edibles I took before I got to work today. You take six hundred milligrams, you're in for a treat, right? <laughs> that was your first six hundred milligrams of the day, or were you going uh, oh, pretty hard all uh, day long? The second, yeah, fair enough. We start at four, and then another one at six, and we're good, right? Uh, it's amazing uh, something this dumb could actually work. A 22-year-old man in Poland is facing charges for stealing stuff from several stores in a shopping mall after the mall closed. So how did he get in? He went in while the mall was still open, got into a clothing store's window display, and pretended he was a mannequin until everyone left. And it worked? Yeah. There's a security camera shot of him standing in the window holding a shopping bag. He doesn't look like the other mannequins, but no one noticed. Once everyone was gone, he stopped posing, but a bunch of stuff from a jewelry stand uh, was stolen, and then he left the building. And he might have gotten away with it if he had stopped there, but apparently he uh, tried it a second time on a different day. Again, no one noticed at first, and that time he went to a restaurant in the mall and had a a meal. Then he got into a clothing store and put on a new outfit. Security finally spotted him when they went back to the restaurant to eat again. He's now facing up to 10 years in prison. For impersonating a mannequin. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Andrew McCarthy did it with Kim Cattrall. Remember, he was uh, he was just moving mannequins in yeah, the back he, storeroom, and then she came to life when everybody went to bed. But he didn't serve any real time as a result of it. A result of it. it was no. never like a 10-year sentence. Matter of fact, they uh, rode off uh, in the sunset together with a mannequin that turned into a woman. It was like a, it was like a adult sexy Pinocchio. And when she lied, you should see what grew. And they ride off into the sunset on his motorcycle with that Starship song in the background. Was it Find Your Way Back? No, it was... uh, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. I knew it was one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. Hey, you know, uh, that was was the greatest movie of my generation. (laughs) It's a a cinematic tour de force, Steve. There's no question. I remember seeing that in the movie theater when I was a kid. I was probably eight or nine years old. I think we saw. Movie. I think I saw that on cable, the first time. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, by God, I wish, I wish I had more access to a theater. Yeah, where you can actually see these pieces of crap. Yes. Right? Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today. It is uh, going to be mostly sunny with a high of fifty-nine. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high of sixty-two. Looking at 40 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Bob Dylan is bringing his rough and rowdy way. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 6.53 and the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, sunny with a high of 59. Tomorrow more of the same with a high of 62. It's 40 right now in downtown Springfield. Steve, before you dive right into what you're about to do, I should uh, mention that Rock 102's annual Mayflower Marathon returns the three days prior to Thanksgiving, our 30th anniversary of the Mayflower Marathon. I did the math. It is actually 30. Uh, we'll be broadcasting for 52 hours from 6 a.m. on Monday the 20th to 10 a.m. on Wednesday the 22nd from outside the South End Market at MGM Springfield. Here's the difference. You get you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. The goal is to fill four trailers of non-perishable food donations for the open pantry. Whoa! Not three. Whoa, 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 whoa. Four. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all. This is not my Batman glass. Secondly, four? We four. only used to do three. Yeah, but we always had to call in for a fourth truck. Yeah, now we're going to call in four, and maybe we'll call in for five. Oh, now you're setting yourself up. 
I don't know if that's uh, if that's true or not. All I can tell you is you can start your collection at work, at school, at home, around the neighborhood, or donate online at rock102.com. Thanks to all our sponsors, including Capital Moving and Storage, Xfinity, Camping World of West Hatfield, Affordable Waste Solutions, MGM Springfield, and many, many others. Get all the details at rock102.com. It's the Mayflower Marathon of Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Well, I know one thing I won't be donating is this freeze-dried ice cream that the uh, the Hawkman sent me for my birthday. Freeze-dried? Freeze-dried ice cream. Is it cold? It's delicious. You want to try a piece? Try a piece. Come on. Have a piece. Have a piece of the freeze-dried ice cream. It's delicious. All right. There you go. There, no. there you go. Okay. It was like eating a frozen marshmallow, but warm. And it just disintegrates in your mouth. It's it very did. flavorful. It's flavorful. But, you know, yeah. it, it does taste like something that should come in a cereal. Like a like oh, a yeah, like, like a, a cocoa pebble. Well, like I said, it's like a dehydrated marshmallow. Yeah, that's basically what it is. That's, that's basically it. it. Like. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks to the Hawkman for yeah. recognizing my birthday. Thank you, Hawkman. Knowing that I'll never reach my dream of reaching outer space, but I'll get to at least taste some of the stars. You think astronauts actually eat this stuff? I don't think so. I don't think they eat this at all. I, I don't think, think they drink tang either. Huh? I don't think they drink tang either. They might have, like the first time they were up there. Now it's all squeezable tubes. Well, you get those little those little drink things that you can just, uh, like the Mio water thing you can just add to them. I, yeah. I think they've come up with better ways to eat in space. Now, the Hawkman also gave you Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks, which I haven't had these in probably 20 years. So I cannot, my, my kids don't even buy these. No, because yeah. they're not they're they're not as much fun as they used to be. It's strawberry and sour apple, and they're gonna pop when I oh. put them in my mouth. Ain't that a kick in the head? Yeah. Wow. So uh, look at me. Uh, birthday wish fulfilled. What an exciting day! This is for all of us, really. <laughs> well, I said I said when I was a kid, I said one day I hope that uh, somebody who's uh, not able to move will buy me a Christmas or a birthday gift. <laughs> yeah. And I hope that one day his mom will be able to order it for him using her credit card. No, I'm pretty sure he's got a credit card. Doesn't your, I don't even know. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Can't use it, though. It's been disabled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So it's, thanks to the Hawkman. It's uh, 657 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, you know me. You know the last thing I ever want to do would be to responsible for jinxing a good thing. I don't want that sort of heavy burden laying on my shoulders. I'm simply here to point out a couple of things and let them hang there for a while. I'm not the sort of fella that wants to impose any predictions that might have a negative effect on the course of an entire season of thrilling professional sports action. But let me riddle you with this. Remember last year when the Boston Bruins started off their regular season by knocking off 14 straight wins in a row? And you remember how the Bruins finished that season with the greatest regular season performance in the NHL's 105-year-long history with a record of 65 wins, 12 losses, and a fistful of ties? Well... I don't mean to put any crazy ideas in anybody's head, but I would like to point out that after five games into the season, the Bruins are currently undefeated, winning all five games that they played so far. That includes yesterday's 3-1 win over Anaheim. Tomorrow night, the Bruins will be in Chicago to face the Blackhawks, 
And I'm just saying this, they're currently in last place in the Western Conference Central Division. Now, I'm not going to say that the Bruins are going to win. I'm simply pointing out that they've knocked down five in a row, and Chicago has only won twice. I should also point out that after several hours of intense mathematical calculations, it occurred to me that the Bruins are only nine consecutive wins away from tying their own record from last season. Now, I'm not making predictions, prognostications, presumptions, or projections of any kind. I'm merely pointing out that I completed a complicated mathematical equation using my intense powers of subtraction, in which I proved that five less than 14 equals nine. Believe me, I checked my work four times, and in doing so, I am merely using specifical mathematical operations and applying them to real-world situations. Does that mean I'm jinxing something because, I, because I'm, I'm sticking my nose into something I shouldn't? I wouldn't think so, since I've really said nothing other than to tell you that 14 minus 5 equals 9, and that could have been about anything at all, right? You bet. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. So, you're on your way to the big orange box store for Benjamin Moore paint, huh? Yeah, good luck with that. You better turn around and go back to Rocky's because America's best paint is only sold at independent retailers with dedicated paint experts like Benjamin Moore paint. Get it today at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Two Springfield's Classic Rock at 7-Eleven and Bruce Springsteen with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Sunny today with a high of 59. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's 40 right now in downtown Springfield. Remember everything we said about the Patriots stinking that Bill Belichick <laughs> needs to go? Well, that's all been washed away. That is yesterday's thoughts. Heading on to Super Bowl. I'm feeling it already. I'm feeling a, a streak of wins Buddy, coming. What a, what a difference. How one game can change everything. Scott Cohen is in the studio with us. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely all, not just if, if it had been like a little dumpy win or, or, or whatever, uh, whatever. They beat a divisional rival. They beat them soundly. And it was a, a fourth quarter comeback. It had everything that you would have expected from a Bill Belichick team of the past. They a just Bill Belichick, Tom Brady team. A Bill Belichick, Tom, Tom Brady team, and they made uh, Josh Allen look like Mac Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. They did. Good one. Good one. No, man, yes, yesterday, yes, uh, great win, obviously, right? Terrific. They're, terrific win. And the, and the day started off with that news about Bill Belichick's contract. Yeah. Which was just a, a huge story. And, you know, and that... Um, that came from him. His camp released that information that got uh, published on uh, on NFL.com. Well, they've probably at this point you have heard been for like two or three weeks. Just t- they were tired of They're hearing tired. about that. I'm all of a sudden yesterday's news and out like the trash on Wednesday. Yeah, Bill Belichick uh, leaked that information. And, you know, I was I was listening to some of the, the sports pundits in Boston on my way home yesterday, and um, he was tired of hearing the nonsense. He wanted to send a message to the guys on his team that I'm not going anywhere because, you know, you figure with one one in five uh, uh, Buffalo's coming to town. You know, the season isn't even on the brink. It's already fallen there. It's over the brink. Well, look at it this way. Anytime. And we've all been there when you're suddenly in a position where you're working for a lame duck 
a guy you know he's on his way out. Exactly. You're not going to pay much attention to him. You are not. You're not going to be taking him too seriously because he's on his way out. Yep. In a situation like this, unless you know for sure he's not on his way out, you assume that all the discussion and conversation is real. Right. And so he, I, I mean, I think... For him to reveal this information was probably a very well timed. Of course, it was bit of information Comple- you know, completely he- orchestrated. He he wanted to, and and in fact, um, so we we'll get to that this part of it in a minute. But he wanted to send a message to the NFL tra- trade deadlines coming up. You know, prior prior to at one o'clock yesterday before that game kicked off, they you know the talk was. Fire sale. Who are we? Who are we getting rid of? It could be anybody from top to bottom. Now all of a sudden you get yourself a win, and the trade deadline, the, the entire the entire uh, scenario has changed. But he wanted to send a message to say, "I'm not. I am not going anywhere." And it was probably the first game that Mac Jones put together where you say he looks like a starting quarterback. He looks like a starting quarterback, and you know, and, and it all. Are you ready? You want to add anything uh, right now? Go you you look like it. you're just dying well, to, to, to say and something. And, and then I have something to chime in with. <laughs> all that's right. all. The offensive line finally played well. Finally gave him a chance to look like yeah. an NFL quarterback, and he did. He played a f- he basically played a flawless game yesterday. Looked great down the stretch. No interceptions. Two touchdowns. He looked like the quarterback that they drafted well if we're giving out grades to teams yesterday the patriots get an a flashed what many hoped they'd see from this team coming into the year on sunday patriots pull off the biggest upset of the week seven slate in dramatic fashion scoring a game-winning touchdown on a mac Jones throw with just seconds left to defeat the bills the patriots forced a turnover executed precisely on special teams and the offense was largely efficient while scoring drives have been a typically a painstaking process this season jones moved the ball with ease in this game especially during the 75-yard game-winning drive jones was making smart choices Decisions with the football, getting it out quickly, and was rewarded with a chunk of plays by his skill position players. A much-needed signature win for this team and a 300th regular season victory for Bill Belichick. I wield my time to the gentleman from Northampton. Once again, you have crystallized <laughs> the situation eloquently. It's very Steve. hard to argue with it's what he very had to hard say. To argue well, with Buffalo with gets with a D. I give Buffalo credit for rallying back in the second half and taking the lead right after the two-minute warning. But this was a poor show on multiple fronts. Once again, it's a sluggish start with defensively with Josh Allen throwing an interception on his first throw of the day that helped the Pats build a 10-0 lead from the jump. Penalties continually. The push jump. Them. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I like that one. That's one, my... that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Penal- I like that one. Penalties continually put them behind the eight ball and contributed to the stalled out. Tra- Listen, I could go on you for could hours go. and Please. Oh, thing, yeah. but they got a D plus for the day yesterday. The, the Bills did. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Now, here's... You can read all my stuff on CBSSports.com. Uh, <laughs> Sports.com <laughs> by John Breach. <laughs> now, here's the thing you gotta you got to think about. Okay, so everyone's feeling pretty good right now. No one's complaining. No one's even saying Bill Belichick should be on his way out today but next sunday they're going to be in miami yes miami got crushed yep. by philadelphia yeah oh, that that's that may be overstating a little bit but yeah they lost they 31 17 yep. and miami is a good team they and philadelphia are. just manhandled them so you just you wonder whether miami is going to try you know even harder to play well next week of course the they patriots will. and whether the patriots can go into miami and play and to do, that level that's right i mean anybody in in any sport in any in any situation any business anybody can have one good day 
And, you know, these the, to play Buffalo and to play Miami in consecutive weeks, this was we thought that they were just going to fall off the cliff yesterday yeah. and, and next Sunday. And and they didn't. You know, the they're back off of life support. They look good. And we, we have to see if they can do it again. Uh, the Bruins are Buddy, on a five-game winning to streak. Me. Talk to me, Baxi. I'm telling you right now, I, I, you know, I, I, I said in my view from a couch, I don't want to jinx anything, but they are only nine straight wins away from tying last year's record. That's all I'm going to say. That's all you're going to say. Not a jinx. Nope. Just simple math. I did I did the uh, calculations four times, and in fact, 14 minus five is nine. Nine more wins, and yeah, there you go. The core, the core of this team is is somewhat basically the same as it was last year but it's different and they've they man they've picked up right where they left off they're playing they're playing awesome um they got you know they have veteran leadership they have this young kid potra who scored two goals last night they're looking friggin great loving it loving every minute of it and the uh, the Celtics start on Wednesday against start on the, Wednesday for the keeps Knicks against the Knicks. Yep. Interesting thing I read over the weekend. Um, there they have not chosen a captain this year, um, which is I which is unusual. And you know, there's uh, they Jason Tatum was the guy who should have been the leading candidate to be the captain of the Celtics. Yeah. He's he's too maybe too young for that. Um, that I thought that was interesting. I thought that was interesting. Well, I mean, it's, it, I don't know if it's a, a, a necessary. It's not designation, it's, but you know, because if they're all playing together as a team, who cares who the captain is? But they all. But there's always a captain. There has to be a captain um, on the team, and they they don't have one. I just thought that was interesting. Hmm. Uh, I don't know how you feel about uh, baseball right now, but uh, Texas Houston tied at three. Uh, each uh, in the National League, you got uh, Arizona and Philadelphia. Uh, that game, uh, that uh, series, uh, Phillies lead three to three two. two. They'll play the uh, Phillies play today at five. No matter what happens uh, between these four teams, this is about to become maybe one of the most boring Super uh, uh, come uh, World on, Series matchups it, I've ever heard of in my life. It can if it's if it's Houston and Arizona, uh, dude. I'm I was laying in bed last night, you know. I was preparing for this for the appearance, and if were you it, copying and pasting, I was copying and pasting. Of course, I was. Yeah, I'm sure. You um, if it's Arizona and Houston, that's going to be a friggin' total snooze job. Um, watch watch the game today at Citizens Park in in Philadelphia. Those people are out of their mind. I'm I am all in on the Phillies. They're great to watch. If, if Philadelphia's got to be in the World Series for it to be of any consequence, if it's Arizona and Houston, nobody cares. That's it. And uh, to be quite honest with you, I hate the fans of Philadelphia so much. Well, that uh, whoever plays, whether it's uh, Houston or the Rangers, I don't really care very much for either team. Uh, I just find uh, a, a celebration in Philadelphia to be completely insufferable. Filth, filth, Adelphia. Yeah, filth, Adelphia. Filth, Adelphia. The, the city, the city of brotherly love. Those <laughs> brothers hate each other. They do, and they hate everything around them. They do. Hey, um, uh, Springfield Thunderbirds. Tough weekend for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think what they got a point last night with a zero-zero tie. Home against Hartford Friday. Um, or excuse me, on the road against Hartford Friday, and then back home on Saturday. Uh, we mentioned the Mayflower Marathon uh, a little while ago. Uh, the Thunderbirds will have our, thund- our our now annual Thunderbird Mayflower Marathon game on Wednesday, the twenty second. Oh, you kidding? Right oh, nice. Af- right after the uh, the Mayflower Marathon uh, on that Wednesday, they'll be playing uh, Bridgeport 
uh, a last chance to uh, to donate to the Mayflower cool. Marathon, the Open Pantry. So, and I was talking to Steve. I'm going to go to the comedy show at MGM for the Mayflower Marathon too. Oh yeah, that's on the uh, the second. It's yep. going to be a good time. Should be a good time. Yeah, absolutely. We well, good? I, we'll have we'll have a great time. All right. Well, I, I have nothing else to say. I already said everything. You did. I you you said your piece, Steve. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 Thank, fact, you, for, I'm, I'm thank you, you for contributing. Surprised you didn't have to lie down after something like that. <laughs> I actually did. You didn't see me. I was over here in the corner. <laughs> Good to see you. Good to see you guys, too. All right. Bax and Nagel and Scott Cohen, 721 on Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 727 and the Allman Brothers with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown can give you the forecast there because he's much better at it than I am. Uh, join us for a night of laughs to benefit the Open Pantry. Marty Caproni will be our headline for uh, headliner for the uh, our big uh, Mayflower Marathon comedy at MGM Springfield, along with Brian Plum, Katie Arroyo, and us, Bax and Nagel, who will serve as the hosts. All, ticket go, all tickets go to benefit the Mayflower Marathon, and they're on sale right now at rock102.com, but seating is limited. It's all brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Aqua Pump, and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, you know, we were at, uh, we, we went over to Channel 40 on uh, on Friday. Yeah. And uh, taped a, uh, a commercial for the Mayflower Marathon. It was uh, you and me, uh, Chris Kelly from MGM, yeah. and uh, and meteorologist Dan Brown. I gotta say that uh, that Chris Kelly, uh, he's like uh, America's favorite hometown boy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's, just, he's very stoic, and yep. he's very uh, he speaks with uh, cadence, and he's like see he's he's what you would call a professional, whereas you and I, yeah. Are like a couple of like like fat old uncles that have been you know eating and drinking all day. Well, look how well he nailed those lines like right away. He, oh. didn't, he didn't have to do. Uh, we had to do several takes. I had to ours. have the uh, director tell me what my motivation was. Yeah, I want to make sure I really delivered it with heart. And I, I still don't think I did it. I would have liked a, a few more dozen takes. No, but uh, but 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 watching uh, Chris Kelly in his uh, in his element. Yeah. Uh, oh, he was he was born for it's, that. It's like watching the. He's like he's like. I bet you he was like the prom king, and like the the big football player, probably celebrity. I he believe just, it. he has that air about him without seeming like a jock no he's a nice guy he's a nice too. guy that's the, that's that's the, the thing. thing like like some jocks are kind of uh you know, full of jerky. Yeah. that's that's yeah. not chris's deal at all no at all so yeah no it was it's uh it'll it'll be good i'm wearing the i was wearing we we're both wearing the uh the new hockey jersey yeah the rock one two mayflower marathon thunderbird hockey jersey yeah which by the way uh will be for sale soon uh but but not yet. They look awesome. They look good, but on camera, I couldn't help but think that it looked like a large, overripe tomato. Yeah, but it's just because it's a jersey and it hangs. Yeah, it but hangs the but low. the the camera adds uh, a good 10, 15 pounds. How many cameras were on us, Brooks? Only one, really. Yeah, I know. It was I know. Only that one. It did make you look. It's it the, made me look. It's not the camera. Too. It's vision. It's vision. Vision makes you look like an overripe tomato. See, uh, we should just wear the green shirts next time so our heads are just floating in the air. Yeah, how awesome would that have been? Oh, we've lost our heads because people are so hungry in Springfield. Ah. <laughs> See, that's a good promo. Yeah, you do it like a, like, a, like yeah. one of them uh, betting barn commercials. Yeah. that would. Be, you know what? That's the way we should really be promoting the show. <laughs> yeah, jumping up and down. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, you're juggling like sticks of fire. What was the guy? I've seen it uh, many times before, but I think I just saw it again over the weekend. It was a commercial for an actual place. Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. Jones Barbecue and... F- <laughs> it was a barbecue and foot massage place down south. 
and it was just this guy going, Joe's barbecue and foot massage. I like that idea. Yeah. I Barbecue and foot massage, I don't know if that's really a good combo. What are you talking about? Why why wouldn't it be uh why wouldn't it be good? I don't know. You got open ended feet. People getting their feet rubbed well, while you you're some... getting your meat rubbed. All right. Well some some people, you know, are are, are specialists yeah. with the feet and some are specialists with the meat. That's it. I know, but I don't think you should combine those two. When you have open, like, people are getting uh, their feet rubbed. Joe's barbecue foot massage. Yeah, Joe's barbecue foot. Yeah, yeah. See, See I, would, I think that's a great idea. I think it's a great idea, too, until you actually think about the dynamics of how that would work. Some guys get stinky feet sitting next to you while you're trying to do your pulled pork. You know, if I were to go to Theodore's today and tell uh, you know, tell Keith, hey, dude, I want some uh, some burnt ends, but while you bring them, you, would you mind rubbing these dogs out a little while? Yeah, rub these out a little bit. Because these, these things are killing me. Yeah, we got the sweat the sweat socks and the sweated meat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Keith would throw me out. I'm sure he probably yeah, would. I, and I wouldn't blame him. But, I would have earned that. Yeah, feet and meat don't really make a mix. It's 731. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Here's your Western... 734 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Police in Holyoke responded to shot spotter activations last week, leading to the arrest of a woman. According to the Holyoke Police Department, around 11.15 p.m., officers were on the scene for a shot spotter activation on Maple Street. When the police arrived, they found one shell casing in a broken apartment window. Ooh, it's broken windows policing. Isn't that a term for that? I don't, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it is. Uh, if you see a broken window, there must have been a crime committed somewhere. That's the whole mentality of that, I oh, think. Oh, okay. Anyway, the investigation remains uh, ongoing at this time. If you have any information, you're asked to call the Holyoke Police. Then officials responded to the area of Hampshire Street after another shot spotter activation uh, happened on Wednesday at the scene. Uh, officers located one shell casing. Following a short investigation, police obtained a description of the suspect in their vehicle that was left near the area. Officers found the vehicle on High Street Along with a firearm, authorities uh, believe. Or, or authorities relieve. Oh my God! Authorities believe. Revealed. Revealed. The suspect's identity to be 32-year-old Yaritza Martinez, and she's now facing charges of firearm discharge within 500 feet of a building, firearm without an FID card, and carrying a loaded firearm with large capacity. She's fighting that one. Yeah. Good luck. That's the last one. Uh, a hearing. Uh, surrounding the professional future of Springfield, the police officer Greg Bigda continued for a second day on Friday, testifying before the committee. Uh, Springfield Police Lieutenant Cheryl Clapp wrote, uh, You said that Officer Bigda was indicted. You understand that he was found not guilty, correct? Correct, said Clapp wrote. Springfield Police uh, Superintendent answered questions virtually during a virtual hearing before the Mass Peace Officer Standards and Training Commission involving the future of the embattled officer Greg Bigda. Bigda. Um, the purpose of the hearing, which was on its second day, is for Bigda to appeal the uh, revocation of his policing license. And the, if the revoking of his license holds, Bigda would lose his state-issued certification to work in law enforcement. Clapbert stated her concerns, which were also related to post-training uh, commission in June of last year. I'm not going to attest to the officer's moral good character because there's been some issues there. I cannot guarantee that the individual is, is going to be of good moral character, be a good police officer with that post, and the state is looking for. 
Uh, Big Day has been part of the Springfield Police Department for nearly three decades. He faced federal charges accused of excessive force and abusive interrogation towards three Latino juveniles back in 2016. This guy's got all kinds of issues going on. Yeah, and um, it doesn't sound like uh, Commissioner Claproot is really standing by him. No. And you know what? I can't say I blame her. I mean, you know, whatever trouble he may has he may have caused has been kind of an embarrassment to the police. Well, you stick up for people because uh, you know that's part of your that's part of the gig is to <clears throat> make sure that you you're protecting the officers that work for you. Sure. Every, every once in a while, though, you get one of these guys that really doesn't know how to like stop doing what he's doing, and then you then you have something like this. That's what I'm saying. Now you get the, now you get problems, and and you know sometimes when these things are caught on video and everyone sees what this guy has uh, alleged to have yeah. done, you know it's very hard to kind of sit there and say, oh yeah, no, I th- that seems uh, like a reasonable approach to and, Utes. And like what you give him his job back, and now he's got to blow into the thing every time he starts the police car. That actually might help it from getting stolen and leaving the keys in it, running outside <laughs> of a pizza place. <sighs> I'm gonna get you. <sighs> oh, I can't start the car. Fully, <laughs> 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 it was a long night last night. Yeah, uh, I got reading this uh, story out of Vermont. A 46-year-old Massachusetts man was arrested and charged with driving under the influence after police found him lying in the middle of a Vermont street Saturday night. <clears throat> State troopers got a call about a vehicle that went off Main Road, uh, Route 8 in Stamford, Vermont, just after 8 p.m. on October 21st. Responding officers found John Dix of North Adams uh, laying in the <laughs> John l- lying in the travel portion of the roadway. Uh, officers also determined that he was the driver of the vehicle. Troopers could tell that Dix was impaired and arrested him for suspicion of DUI. He was released on a citation and is scheduled to appear in uh, Vermont Superior Court on December 11th to answer to the charges. I just wait for the call to come in, Sarge. We got some, we got a dicks in the roadway. <laughs> where's he from? Massachusetts. Well, where's dicks from? Yarmouth, I think. I hear that uh, there's a lot of dicks in Massachusetts. <laughs> Lots of dicks. So I, what, which, which, which dicks is he part of? Uh, uh, what was the other town? It was Yarmouth. Uh, yeah, Athol. Yeah, Athol. Right. Oh, and he just came back from spending a weekend weekend in Dennis. Holden. 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 Yes, it's what is it? Uh, Dick something from Holden. What is it? Hertz. Dick Hertz from Holden. Yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> We're a little off this morning. Mondays. Two middle aged men. Mondays still are talking about Dick Hertz from Holden. Uh, the High Times Cannabis Cup has returned to the Bay State. Western Mass News visited one of the dispensaries, uh, dispensaries, dis- pot dis- shops, sp- yeah, pot shop, pl- uh, taking place in this competition, uh, Affinity Cannabis in West Springfield. 2,300 Massachusetts residents were invited to become judges in the Cannabis Cup, sampling locally grown cannabis and then crowning the top products in the state. The competition officially kicked off on Saturday and winners will be announced at a virtual awards ceremony in January. How exciting. Is there a trophy? A plaque? Well, that, this is just the pomp for whoever's making it. I want to see a like a like a cup you know things you can do as a pot smoker. Mm-hmm. Challenges. 
like doing math, simple math. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, let's see if we can figure this out. What's 56 plus 45? And then uh, you watch the guy struggle, and whoever gets it first, you know, they all smoke the same amount of weed. Right. And then, uh, then they have to do all these tasks. How about this? Yeah. You get a bunch of guys all high on weed, right? Mm-hmm. And they have to sit across a long table. And at the end of that table is a bag of Funyuns. And the last one to go darting right for the bag is the winner. The one that can hold out of the munchies the longest. Oh, the one that doesn't want to eat. Yeah. Yeah, you could do all kinds of things. I mean, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be uh, Funyuns, but I mean, yeah, those are delicious. Yeah. You can uh, you can do other tasks like uh, show up to your kid's parent-teacher conference stoned. Yeah, Try right. to remember things, you know. You could fill out a job application. Yeah, try to do that. Yeah, try yeah. doing that Online, for a while. Online, yeah. I, th- I think we're on to something here. Who cares about the growers? The growers uh, always get the uh, the pomp. We need uh, we need we need this from the consumer the level. Ch- yeah, the consumer championship level of who's going to get so high. That's that's how you move units. I told you, I, I know when I get too high because like two to three days later, something from Amazon shows up, and it's usually food related. <laughs> Like, oh, I got that copper air fryer crisper thing. I really wanted chicken wings that night. They look delicious on TV. I bought a whole bunch of Ikea furniture uh, inserts. I don't even know why I need those. Yeah, why do I have six six bags of Cracker Jacks? (laughs) Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be sunny with a high of 59. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's 39 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. With Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. Sunny today, high of 59. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's 39 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102's Pro Picks pool is underway at rock102.com. It's your call football. Weekly winners could get themselves a $50 gift certificate to Geo's Pizzeria and Hamden Pizza the way you like it. And the overall season winner gets a $500 cash card courtesy of Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. So check the stats, go with your gut, and play Rock 102's Pro Picks pool from Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. And Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 22 News has got this thing on their website, uh, an article. Uh, what are the most common words used in Massachusetts? I'll tell you what. Here's what our crew saw. <laughs> That's the most common. Or, uh, you know, yeah. we'll update you with more information as we get it. Yeah, and they're really just lying about it. Uh, Massachusetts is one of the original 13 states and is one of the six New England states lying in the northeastern corner of the country. But what separates it from other states? Uh, Boston is the capital and most populous city of Massachusetts. So since it's one of the most popular cities, how do people communicate with each other oh there? Oh, my God. What, who wrote this? Uh, Emma McCorkendale. You know the McCorkendales. I do. I right. think the McCorkendales and Baxendales are very similar. Uh, Boston slang consists of words and phrases of slang originating from and commonly used in Boston, but this slang can be heard in other cities within Massachusetts. This is like this little fun fact thing we have to run. Yes. For those of you that didn't, uh, did, were not aware that like Springfield is the home of basketball and Dr. Seuss. Yeah, our, our, our parent company... Uh, makes us run these local uh, fun facts throughout the area. Mm-hmm. It's like, Dr. Seuss was born in Springfield. You well, don't say. You don't say. Really? If you're, I mean, if you're not from this area, maybe that would be an interesting uh, piece of information for you. But... Wait just a moment. Yeah. Are you trying to tell me that 
Springfield is the birthplace of the game of basketball. What? I've never heard of this. Now Why are we always the last to know? Now you're going to tell me it was started with a peach basket over at Springfield College. Now that's just poppycock. But here's a list of some of the most popular words that can be heard throughout Massachusetts. Okay. Beat, which means crappy, unpleasant, or ugly. Example, right, I've she's heard that. beat. She's beat. Chucklehead. They don't really use that one very often. I've heard it, but n- not around these parts. No. Down cellar. A co- uh, all right. So contradiction that- of down in the cellar refers to being located in the basement. Right. That's, I've heard that. Elastic. What's elastic? Well, it's like a rubber band. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Give me an elastic. Field day. I dropped the $5 bill and the bums had a field day. <laughs> that's the example they use. That's the example? Yeah, that's the one. Jesus. A situation in, in, in which the involved participants are taking advantage of having an energetic time. Uh, a grinder, which is a, quote, submarine or, quote, yeah. hoagie sandwich. No one in the country uses grinders but here in New England. Why is that? I don't know. Well, you know, I did read like uh, the sandwiches were made for the grinders on the on the ships when they were putting the steel ships together, and that's yeah. supposedly how that came to be. But I've I've heard them as everything from uh, you know heroes, subs, hoagies, Dagwoods. I, I never understood hoagie. Submarine makes more sense because it's, it's the sandwich. It looks right. like a submarine. Why can't we do? Why can't we do that? Why do you call it a hero? Anyone who's stuffed one of those things into their mouth is not, not really a hero. Uh, Jimmy's. Which yeah, is that's, uh, that's sprinkles. The it should, that's the way it should be. Mass hole, a derogatory term for any resident of Massachusetts, especially of Boston drivers. This is also popular in New Hampshire and Maine. Yeah, we got now, him. We got him out here too. Now, sometimes worn as a badge of honor by lifelong residents of the state, especially when visiting Northern New England. Right. The packy. Yeah, that's uh, that's not used anywhere else. In fact, I. <laughs> I once said, you know, when I was in college, let's go to the let's go to the package store, and no one knew what the hell I was talking about. Yeah, nobody. Or ripped. You ever been ripped? Sure, I Very have. Angry. Oh yeah. Supper. I've had supper. So what is that? The third meal of the day. I want to have supper as soon as I get out of the cellar. Wicked. Yep. Uh, or yaha. Oh. <laughs> that's 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 one of their terms. Yeah, uh-huh. that's, a good, that's a good one. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like the Tommy from Dorchester. Oh, my God. Who wants to get loaded at the Bloody Bash this March? <laughs> Coming up on March 13th. Here we go. <sighs> we don't have the song. I don't ready. have the song. I probably should have gotten it ready. That's all right, Steve. All right. You go down to the packy, get yourself some pop-off and some Mr. Boston, bring that back with some Welch's grape juice, and we'll make some moose juice here for you today, huh? <laughs> Don't forget to pick up a couple of Smuckies down at the Cumbies, too, okay? We're going to get loaded. This is my 10th year here at UMass. <laughs> I'm still a freshman. <laughs> Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to get through life, son. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's 7.55 on Rock 102. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aarons, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you, folks? Remember the movie Frankenstein? Remember the part 
with a maniacal doctor takes a lifeless dead pile of gruesome humanity and finds a way to scientifically reanimate its dead flesh and turn him into a walking, breathing man about town. Well, am I the only fella out there that sees the uncanny similarities to what happened with the Patriots yesterday in Foxborough? Because what I saw out of the Patriots yesterday looked like it had been culled from the same script. Yesterday, the 1-5 New England Patriots flat out outplayed the vastly superior Buffalo Bills, beating them in the final minutes of the game, 29-25. That win not only gave the Patriots their second win of the season, it also gave Bill Belichick his 300th career win uh, victory as a head coach. He now becomes only one of three head coaches in NFL history to accumulate 300 wins, trailing only Don Shula by 28 wins and Papa Bear George Hallis, who has a few less than he does. Now... That the game has ended almost 12 hours ago. And for 12 straight hours, I have heard not one person say something stupid like, we need to get rid of Bill Belichick. He stinks. What you might have heard is that while everyone was talking about Bill Belichick being in the hot seat, the NFL Network's Ian Rappaport been saying that the Patriots signed Bill Belichick to a lucrative contract extension during the offseason, meaning he's not going anywhere. And why should he? He just orchestrated a great win over a heavily favored divisional foe. My God, even Matt Jones seemed to have suddenly become a professional-level quarterback all of a sudden, outplaying Josh Allen from the Bills and making him look like, well, Matt Jones of the Patriots. Listen, winning important football games tends to shut people up for a while. This is until the next game when they face Miami, who might be feeling like they have something to prove after getting pounded by Philadelphia yesterday, 31-17. But that's next week's problem. This week we can just sit here and marvel over the Patriots bringing themselves back from the dead and playing like actual professional football players. I have to say, it was quite refreshing. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Furnaces, heaters, wood stoves are all firing up. It's a reason why October is Fire Safety Month. Go to Rocky's for smoke alarms, carbon monoxide detectors, and fire extinguishers. Buy two, get one free. Can you mix and match? Yes, you can. Protect yourself with Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.09 and Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. It is going to be a sunny and nice day today with a high of 59. It feels more like late fall. Yesterday with the wind blowing around, mm-hmm. it was just like, uh, I don't know, it just felt like late November. You know, like uh, in the, uh, the forecast for later this week? Yeah. 70s. 70s? That's not going like, uh, to feel like fall at all. No, that's it, it, this is so weird, isn't it? It goes from like winterish to to summer. To well, spring. you know, I mean, I know that you know some people are all bugged out about uh, you know climate change and all this other stuff, but uh, you know, it hasn't all been for the worst. No, I guess it really. You know, the hasn't rain's been, been a bit a, a, a bit much, but uh, yeah, you I know. talked to the people in Lemonster about how it hasn't been that bad. Well, I mean, generally, a couple yeah. of, uh, you know, from, you know, flooding and what have you. But uh, if you get beyond that, it hasn't been uh, the worst thing out there. Do you have uh, that word thing that you got to do uh, right now? Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank uh, good, good thing you said something because I would have completely I'm forgot about for. it. That's what I'm here for. Hey, it's time for the keyword to cash. Your $1,000 keyword uh, could land you $1,000. Can you imagine that? Today's word is the word gain. That's G-A-I-N as in I would like to gain $1,000 into my pocket. Get to the keyword to cash contest page at rock102.com. Enter the word gain for a chance to win 1000 bucks. You'll have until midnight tonight to enter that word. Good luck to you from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, oh, you want to hear a survey? I do. 
Wait, why, why does this thing not work? Survey said. You know what? I'm trying to be like all professional and be like on why? The jo- uh, be like uh, Johnny on the fly, and I can't do it. I can't do it. I I don't know. What I do you want to do that for? Well, don't you want to sound a little professional, Steve? <laughs> been here for almost thirty years. Why would I want to start that now? You know, uh, Marty and I did comedy last night, and we were talking about how like. This is like not even. This is really not a professional show, as much as we bill it as, and people might think of that. Yeah, there's all kinds of mess up. You're messing up the time at least once a day. Yeah. I'm messing up uh, something with a commercial or two. Uh, it's just kind oh, of- there's a, there's a couple times during like an hour where I'm mm-hmm. just like simply not paying attention to what's going on at all. But but I think that's what makes this show so unique. Yes. Yes, very unique. Nobody, and yet, seem, nobody seems to really care. And by you know, and, and by technical terms, it's actually uh, quite a success. You know, years which ag- confounds lots of people. Years ago, I once applied for a, a, another radio job. Yeah, in like a really big market, mm-hmm. and uh, like I got I got fairly far in the in the uh, in the interview process, right? But I realized very quickly. Oh my God! Like these people have their crap together. Like, like they had everything structured. Like yeah. exactly. Like it was like it was like a sheet on how the whole morning show would go, and and, yeah. and what exactly you were going to talk about. You want to know our show prep? Hey Bex, we got this guy coming in tomorrow at at seven. Okay, that's it. That's our show prep. <laughs> that's what we do. We just throw yeah, people but, on. But, but all I got to do is like look up a little bit of information, and I'm all prepared and ready to go. Right, but this guy had like like he wanted like detailed. This is a thing. host telling you this, or like a program. It was a, it was a producer of a really big morning show, yeah, and uh, he was saying like, this is this is the kind of thing they're looking for, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's, that's it. I'm out. Too much not, work. Yeah, that's not that's not my uh, that's, that's not, not my forte. It. Right. Uh, well, anyway, uh, the latest thing to become uh, way too expensive fun that's yeah. the truth new survey talked about how uh the latest thing to become way too expensive is fun all of it it's not just uh, it isn't just live concerts and movie theaters at least 20 percent of gen zers say everything fun has surged in price since the pandemic including theme parks theatrical shows live comedy sporting events carnivals and fairs mm. uh to all to do all that stuff some gen zers are cutting back on dining out but others say they're taking on credit card debt, borrowing from their savings, taking on additional work, and selling clothes and other belongings. I've noticed an influx uh, on the Facebook marketplace within the last year or so. Sure. People trying to resell items. That's how I got my bike, my Peloton bike. That was a uh, that was for that was a, a secondhand bike. Yeah, but I don't think it was. Uh, I mean, the guy. I don't think the guy was desolate for money. He just was trying to get rid of the rid of the thing. Yeah. But there are a lot of people like repurposing and selling things more often than they had been previously. So it's not. It's it's hard to to be a young person trying to. Uh, live like yeah. have a living yeah. like there's companies that aren't paying as much money as they used to yet the prices of everything have surged you know when uh, when i was a ute and again you're going back all the way into the 1980s we had these things that were called shopping malls what? you may have seen one around one I'm or two not sure what you're talking about yeah it was very much like uh there were shopping malls and what we would do for fun we would go to the mall on a friday night maybe catch a movie or maybe just hang out and look at girls that we went to school with or girls from other towns. And we thought that was kind of cool. Like that was 
entertainment for and, us. And smoke cigarettes. Remember people used to smoke cigarettes right yeah, in the middle that, of the yeah, mall? We never did that. But uh, smoking was not really our bag. But um, nevertheless, that was fun. I, I'm on the, uh, the, the what is the, uh, the Springfield uh, MA Sucks uh, Instagram page yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a video of uh, some bounce house facility. Uh, a trampoline facility yeah, in, in the I area. Saw that. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know what it costs to go into a trampoline facility in Springfield, and I know there's only a handful of them, so I'm not going to point fingers. But there's a uh, there's a little bit of a ruckus between a couple of people, a fist fight. I mean, if I'm involved in a fight at a trampoline park, yeah. and I've spent all that money to go there, I gonna t- I would demand a refund. That's I what I would do. I don't think you're going to get one. Though. No, I'm probably not going to get one, but it's a good fight. What uh, what would prompt one to get into a fight at a fun zone? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's called the fun zone. Yeah, once once you start throwing uh, fisticuffs, it no longer becomes becomes fun. Yeah, that's not uh, you're, you're you're fist fighting. Fist fighting, I, yeah. That, I mean, and it would be kind of hard to to do that on a trampoline. I, well, I, I in saw this case, them struggling, and and it starts off off the trampolines, but then there's like a little wrestling match going on the trampolines. Yeah. So it gets a, it gets a little out of gets a little bit out of out of hand, and and security uh, appears to be, oh, they appear to be telling these people, hey, please stop fighting, as opposed to getting involved and pulling them away from each other. I don't even, I'm trying to, uh, it's Bounce is the name of the place. Is that what it is? Well, I don't, I don't I even know. I think that was the one, is that the one over, uh, I don't even know where this thing is, but it doesn't even seem to have a website. That's why I'm wondering. Well, you know, uh, if you're going to fight a trampoline park, I guess you could, you could safety yourself with those big blocks of fi- of styrofoam that they have. Yeah, that would be know, good. Styrofoam pit. Yeah, but if I'm if I'm going there for the purposes of bouncing on a trampolines, I don't want to get involved in a fist fight. Yeah, things are uh, pretty expensive, but uh, we'll think about the Taylor Swift thing. You only paid nineteen dollars and eighty nine cents for that ticket. Well, there was also some taxes and handling charges too. Well, yeah, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a bad deal for a front row seat to a biggest concert of the year. Uh, we were dead row center, man. Yeah, dead row center. Well, didn't Perfect. it feel like you were actually there? It did. Yeah. It did because we were surrounded by screaming thirteen-year-old girls. Um, they are right. I mean, the cost of everything is just—it's out of control, and it's—and it's not the business's fault. It's the supply. I mean, it's just the cost of how much things are. You know, I, I always kind of judge on what my uh, grocery bill is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yes, because you know, because to me, you can—I can buy less and less, but spend more and more. Yeah every week to the point where it's almost like why is this costing this much when it's really no more for maybe three or four meals i uh, i I don't even know i don't even know how it how it gets to be that out of whack but it's totally out of whack i did uh i did that grocery pickup thing a couple of times Mm -hmm. for uh the stop and shop and the same exact order yeah. Over the course of three weeks, I did the same exact order three weeks in a row because we eat the same things, chicken, vegetables, what, you know, it's the same stuff that we, we buy. Sure. Over the course of three weeks, it had gone up like 10 to $15 each week. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, how is that possible? How does this cost, how does the pound of chicken now all of a sudden within a week go up four or five dollars? I, I honestly don't you know, 
I honestly don't know. I, I, all I know is that you know I've, I've now gone to Aldi's because it's the cheapest place to go grocery shopping. Did you ever get the the nuts there? At the Aldi's? Yeah, Aldi's nuts. Aldi's nuts, Aldi's yeah. Aldi's nuts. That's right. Yeah. They're delicious. You can eat more than two at a time. You know, you ever, you ever been to Wendy's? Wendy's nuts on your <laughs> on your face? <laughs> I love those jokes. Yeah, those, those, those are funny. Yeah, but, those it, are good. but it is, uh, Aldi's is probably the better bet, too, too, sometimes. To be honest, I mean, and, and I don't, and it's no, it's no Dis- disrespect for any of the other grocery store chains. I mean, because I mean, they're all kind of going through the same suppliers. They're all yeah, kind of yeah. going through you know, different you know, you know price points, and it's hard to kind of keep up with the cost of inflation blowing up all over the place. But it's getting more and more expensive to do just simple things like buying food. Yeah, it is. It is a little uh, a little pricey there. Yes, with, with, with how much you're spending, and you're not. It's like you come home and it's like 150 dollars, and you got three bags with nothing in them. I'm, t- I, I know, <laughs> I don't even know how I'm doing. It's like, what did I buy? I thought you know, you you, think you spend 130 dollars, you're coming home with that giant uh, rib roast that Fred Flintstone used to use. Yeah, but remember, like like chicken, you know, buy a package of chicken, it's 12, 13 dollars a pound for the pack for the whole package. Like that's. What kind of super chicken am I ordering here? And like you said, I, I've noticed like, uh, you know, Costco, Costco prices are insane right now. Yeah. They're not the way, it not it's not as much savings as it used to be. Or maybe It totally depends illusion. on what you're getting. Totally depends. But yeah, you're right. I mean, even even they, you know, have to you know, fiddle around with prices. Well, I mean, that giant can of nacho cheese that I purchase once a week from Costco. Yeah. <laughs> I drink I drink it by the gallon. Right. And just to it, sit there it, with a spoon. And it comes in a 5-gallon can. Yeah. So do I. And uh you know, it's it has a, <laughs> It's a big thing of cheese. And yeah. thing the thing used to be like 6 bucks. Now it's like up to 12. Well, you can't continue to operate <laughs> yeah. under that those kinds of conditions. How, how am I supposed to infuse this into my bloodstream? <laughs> If the cost of it is going up, because you know, then on the other end of that, needles are going up. Yeah, and you're going to have to find some other, some other uh, condiment to to shove into your body. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with that uh, that gallon of Nutella instead. Yeah, it seems to be a little bit better price these days. Yeah, it's uh, eight twenty with Bax and Nagel on. Rock one two Springfield's classic rock. It's eight twenty seven. And Motley Crue with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, sunny and 59 today. It's 40 in downtown Springfield. This week on Baxi's Musical Podcast, legendary drummer Simon Phillips is going to be my guest. He's a, a guy who's played with The Who, uh, Frank Zappa, Peter Gabriel, Toto, Jeff Beck, Judas Priest, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds more. A totally impeccable drummer, one of the all-time greats, and you'll be able to hear that on Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on rock102.com. He's got a brand-new record out. It's a live one called uh, Sherinian Phillips Live. Uh, with Derek Sherinian, who's this, uh, like the uh, be, the Eddie Van Halen of the keyboards. That's what this guy is being described Ooh, as. Ooh, the Eddie Van Halen yeah, of the but, keyboards. But Simon Phillips is just unbelievable. And uh, please, check that out when you can. Uh, that's a nice title. The what? Eddie Van Halen of the keyboard? Yeah, this guy, uh, Derek uh, Sherinian. I've heard the album. It's like uh, it's a live record, and the guy sometimes sounds like he's playing guitar, even though it's it's actually keyboards. I, what did I see over the weekend? Uh, the, uh, it was Dave Grohl doing Stairway to Heaven. Right. Did you ever see that? Mm, I don't know if I have. And he does that, like, at the end, like, you know, uh, in that, like, solo 
uh, part where, you know, before they get to, and as we wind on down the road, he's yeah. doing that boot, and he's like bippity bopping, booping he's out of scatting? his mouth. It was freaking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, this is the way to watch. This is the way to hear uh, "Stairway to Heaven." Yeah, this is the way to mix things up. There, there. Uh, he's he's such a talented guy, uh, Dave yeah. Grohl. I I really enjoy. <clears throat> I've really come to appreciate, uh, you know, the Foo Fighters and all that stuff over the years. He also doesn't seem like a dink either. You know, he seems like a like a halfway decent fella. He's yeah. probably not, but he but he seems like it. Well, as long as you put the perception out there. Yeah. Right. You know. Like you, you kind of you kind of rooting for the guy. Uh, like, Even though he's you know been more successful than he ever was. Oh, we mentioned Bing Crosby before. Yeah, Bing Crosby was uh was like America's uh, sweetheart, or I don't know if you was sweetheart. It's like uh, America's dad. Dad. But then you find out what kind of daddy is to his yeah. own children. You realize eh, maybe not so much. He used to beat the crap out of his own kids. Yeah. Right. And uh, that's the it that's was, the way to conduct it, yourself. It was originally called "I'm Dreaming of a Black and Blue Christmas" because that was the <laughs> color of his children after he was done with them. <laughs> it was Bing Crosby. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. A brisk, chilly start this morning. A cool, seasonable day on the way with high temperatures reaching into the upper 50s. Still a bit of a breeze, but not as windy, and the wind will diminish as we get deeper into the afternoon. Then for tonight, a mainly clear skies. The wind goes calm. Temperatures will fall into the low to mid-30s by morning, so some scattered frost across the area. But a decent day tomorrow with sunshine and clouds mixed. High temperatures into the lower 60s. Wind will be on the light side. For Wednesday, partly to mostly cloudy. It'll be breezy and mild, but with highs in the upper 60s to near 70. And for Thursday, sunshine mixed with clouds. It'll be warm with highs in the low to mid-70s. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. Leah Nissan is the 99 ah! restaurant. Hey, listen. Uh, listen to me and listen to me talk about uh, this. Hold on just a second here. And okay. Uh, Leah Nissan is giving you all the reasons you can possibly imagine to get into a new ride this month. Like 0% financing, no charge maintenance, and a lot of other great Nissan stuff to choose from. Do not overpay with Leah Nissan. Ask about their low monthly payments, 0% financing options, plus the Leah Nissan exclusive three years of no charge maintenance. That includes no charge oil changes, tire rotations, and more. Stop in for manager uh, Miguel Aponte. Get the Nissan you want at the price you need. Leah Nissan, Palumbo Drive, and Enfield. 0% must qualify, only valid as like model. See dealer for full details. How does it feel to be part of coverage that cares? At Commonwealth Care Alliance Massachusetts PPO, our Medicare plans bring together a community of local support to help every member make the most of their health. A partnership between local doctors and people like you. This is Medicare that's comprehensive and coordinated. This is what it means to connect with CCA. This is why it matters to connect to coverage that cares. Visit ccama.org connected. The 99 Restaurant now has baby back ribs. Slow cooked and saucy, they just fall off the bone. You can count on the nines for delicious all-American food. And these meaty baby backs will have you saying, oh baby, you gotta love the nines. Noonan Energy presents tips for better living. Always start by warming up with expert home heating and fuel delivery service. Try to keep your cool. Central AC can help with that. Stay current. Noonan now has a full service electrical division. Go with the flow. And when it's low, Noonan's master plumber has the solution. Most of all, reach out to people you can trust. Visit NoonanEnergy.com. Noonan Energy. Driving comfort, delivering more. Noonan Energy. 8.32 with and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. 
I'm losing my place just like you just lost your place a few seconds ago. I, uh, yeah. Well, this is what I told you. This is about us being professionals. We're professionals. You hear us talk over other commercials while we're trying to do another one. It, it, listen, it happens. What are you going to do? Uh, police are searching for a man wanted for questioning in connection to a death that took place in a Gardner home Sunday morning. The man uh, is Aaron Pennington, uh, 33 of Gardner. He's being sought by the Mass State Police and the Gardner Police. He has blonde hair, blue eyes, six foot two, at about 175 pounds. He's believed to be driving a white 2013 BMW with a Massachusetts veteran plate. If you see Pennington or the vehicle, contact uh, police. They're not. <clears throat> they're saying not to approach him because he could be armed. But he uh, looks like a fine, upstanding young man. It says don't approach him. It says don't approach him. He could be rabid. They they must use, these are licensed photos that they pull up. That must be what these are because it's got that blue background. Oh, yeah. To it. Imagine like that. Like if you're going to be like, if you're on a murdering spree, do you want that to be the picture? I think if you're, uh, I always do, I don't smile. I just do the. Like, I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah, I didn't smile during mine either. Yeah. It makes but, for a better mug shot when you get arrested. I did smile, uh, 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 like, very aggressively during, like, uh, when I got my first Costco card. Yeah. Yeah, I made, I made, like, a big, big face on that one. But it's faded now. You can barely tell. But, but you know, when I first got it, I made, I made the most of it. I think we should do that with our driver's license and, and, uh, and, and also maybe our mug shots. Yeah, I think that might be a better way. You gotta you gotta play the part. When the day comes that you're in the news and people say, you know, be on the lookout, you're not gonna look for the guy, you know, who looks like he's mean. They're gonna be looking for the guy who looks like he's a friendly good time. Yeah, the guy with the big smile on yeah, his face. He seems like a, a decent uh, fellow. Doesn't look dangerous to me. He, Let me call the cops on him. He's radiant. Look at him. Yes. The uh, West Springfield police are seeking the uh, public's help in identifying two suspects who are involved in a larceny. Uh, according to the West uh, Springfield Police Department, these two individuals were involved in a larceny of a wallet containing uh, credit cards and then proceeded to use them. Ooh, what'd you buy? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. It, it, that, it, that, these are details that I'd like to know. What did you buy with the credit card? Did you just go and get coffee at a gas station, or did you go buy something useful like a television set or uh some kind of uh, electronic device. Well, they don't seem to be holding many products in their hands. Like they're not even pushing a cart. No, she looks like she has a little trouble walking with those flip-flop things she's got on her feet. Very hard to get away from a facility when you're wearing those things uh, as footwear. Well, if you're uh, if you know anything about these folks, you're asked to call to contact Detective Dente. Al Dente. Yes. Oh, my God, it's Detective Katie, and I work with Detective Al Dente. <laughs> he is not too soft. Right. He's not too hard. He is just right. Now, if you throw him in the wall and he sticks, is he ready? He is so ready. <laughs> That's how we know. It's like one of those little squids that runs down the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember those little octopuses? you throw them against the wall and they would... Yeah, climb down the those, wall. Those, those little guys with yeah, like the rubber sticky, hands and yeah. stuff. Feet. I don't see those much anymore. No, you don't. What, what, uh, gone are the gone are the days of cool toys like that. Like that, or the guy with the uh, with the with a plastic uh, parachute. Those are fun too. Uh, I like the parachute thing. I remember, remember that. the parachute guy. Yeah. yeah, you chuck him up in the air and he comes down, lands like 
No parachutes on his back at all. Yeah, but then you had to go down and get him from wherever you dropped him. Yeah, well, yeah, that was you that was that. the hard part. Uh, on Saturday, people had the chance to turn in guns to police, no questions asked. The, ultimately, it's firearms in someone's home that they either want to get rid of or they don't know how exactly to get rid of, said Ryan Walsh. Uh, Springfield police spokesman Ryan Walsh said, My best friend's sister's boyfriend's girlfriend heard from this guy that this old lady had an old rifle in her apartment. I guess it's pretty serious. And uh, he said they partnered with the Hamden County Sheriff's Office for the buyback program. In exchange, participants received a big Y gift card. Wow. Yeah. That's good. I would, uh, nothing against Big Y, but uh, what about like Kohl's Cash? Can I get some of that? That would be good too. What about uh, some CVS Extra Bucks? Yeah, before I realize this thing is even going on, I feel kind of stupid because, you know, I had spent all that time, you know, grinding the serial number off my gun that I was going to sell it out of the back of my car. Oh, well, now there's a kid in Hamden who's got a perfectly good AR-15. And now you know who to thank yeah, for that. there you go. Uh, yeah, through the program, officers have collected guns like AR-15s, handguns, and more. They just pull up our detective and officers from Hamden County Sheriff's Office. We'll get the firearm. We'll take it to this company called Gunbusters, which ultimately will destroy them. Uh, Walsh explains an event like this helps prevent gun violence and helps officers fight city crime. If someone uh, gets their house broken into and firearms are stolen so those guns are often uh, turned into street violence... It can prevent suicide attempts. It can prevent domestic attempts uh, where where there are firearms in the house. So, yes, you're getting people who uh, who turn these things in that probably don't even use the guns. Right. They were, you know, somebody died and they left them there in the house, and you're not a gun enthusiast, so you bring them back. That's uh, not a bad take, though. For a big Y card? Big Y gift card? How much is it? Is it, the card? It doesn't say doesn't say how much it is. Yeah, I'm going to need it's going to be need to be a little bit of value. Well, the last time they did this, I remember, remember when Toys R Us was still open? Long time ago. Yeah, that was like $100 you got for any firearm. Totally worth it. Now, can I pull the old Scroogey and just bring the BB gun I have at my house and uh, see if I can get 100 bucks for it? We could clean up on this thing. Yeah, I mean, if you sold them on the street, you probably get a hell of a lot more than a hundred bucks. Yeah, when they uh, when they did the buyback event in twenty twenty one, over forty firearms were turned in. Uh, Wall said one hundred and five guns that were turned in on Saturday's event. The department turned over an additional ninety eight illegal guns that were previously seized to gunbusters. Who are you gonna call? Gunbusters. If there's something strange in the neighborhood, who are you gonna call? Gunbusters. Yeah, Ryan Walsh is singing for you. That'd be great. Yeah. We'd love to see him sing a little bit. Yeah. He's got his big white gift cards all coming out of the side of his pockets. <laughs> yeah, and like, hands. he's got like his utility yeah. belt loaded yeah. with big white cards. Yeah, he's a he's a go getter that little, He sure is. Yeah, yeah he is. He's gonna go somewhere one of these days. I am trying to find this story and uh let's see if I can uh find it real quick. It was a story at a Dalton mass. Okay. About a police officer who has since uh, been fired. But his uh, his name was a little, uh, let's see, Dalton. Uh... Oh, God. I, I uh, Dalton Mass Police. I'll do that for the uh, thing. Oh, yeah. West, uh, Western Mass Sergeant terminated. A Dalton, Massachusetts police sergeant has been terminated after uh, three high-speed chases in a two-month period, one of them subsequently fatal. Sergeant Bustin Buzella. What? I thought this was, I was like, is his name Justin? No, it's Bustin. It's Bustin. Sergeant Bustin Buzella was uh, confirmed to be terminated on October 10th by the Dalton police. Uh, 
apparently he had three high-speed chases that involved uh, Bozella on March 21st, May 14th, and May 20th. And he's, he was warned all three of those times. And the last time he was warned, a week later, he then got into uh, a chase with a subject going over 100 miles an hour. And, it was and, the, and the guy dies mm. when he crashes into a tree. Uh, I just thought his name was a little... Bustin' Boozella. Bustin' Boozella. It's a crazy name. That sounds like a guy you shouldn't have hired in the first place. Well, I mean, you can't you can't judge a guy based on his name alone. Yes, you can. Well, you're not supposed to. Well, this is what, look what happens. If you don't... Yeah, but it had, it had nothing to do with his name. It made everything to do with the fact that uh, he just wasn't uh, a rule follower. He's a rule buster. He is a rule buster. But uh, on the evening of May 20th, uh, the suspect died in a single car crash after Bustin Bustin Buzella pursued him from Main Street in Dalton onto Robinson Road in Hinsdale. Dashcam footage obtained by the Berkshire Eagle shows that Griffin crashed into a, the, the victim crashed into a tree while traveling at a high rate of speed, evading Buzella, causing the car to catch fire. In the footage, uh, Buzella can be seen exiting his car to extinguish the fire. You know, the... It sounds like he was just high on the power of being able to mm-hmm. to speed through things. Like I'm just gonna really ramp this up. Usually, I, when you when you get into a situation like that, you back off yeah. because you're going through a residential neighborhood or something, and uh, you know you don't want to be the one to antagonize that situation. And now look what happens. He's gone from uh, you know busting criminals to busting tables. You think he's busting tables now? <laughs> Yeah, what kind, of, have to. what kind of job can you get after that? Uh, you're probably not going to be an Uber driver or, yeah. uh, say, <laughs> working for DoorDash. Or un- Enterprise. <laughs> probably not. Well, you got to buy the insurance every day you got to go to work there. That's right. You're going you're gonna to beat the hell out of this thing. Um, your Pioneer Valley forecast is going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 59. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's 40 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Get checking that checks. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 848 in John Mellencamp with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today. Excuse me. With a high of 59. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's 42 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, The Orion Doyle Foundation, RD26, the run is in memory of uh, Ryan Doyle, and it's uh, to help others throughout the area. And here in the studio with us is uh, is Ryan's mom, Dee Doyle. Uh, good morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good morning, Bax. Good morning, Steve. Thanks for having me on. Uh, uh, thank you for bringing candy and hats. We don't have welcome. Not and not every, have, not every guest has the wherewithal to do something like I that. I like I like a good Kit Kat and a hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. That's good. So tell us first of all, tell us about what the uh, the foundation is is all about. Uh, the foundation is in memory of my son Ryan, who was uh, athlete at Minichog High School, football, baseball, runner. Um, he passed away in 2019 from osteosarcoma. So we've done, we've created this foundation in his memory, and we've been helping out uh, mostly local families with children who are affected by cancer. Now the uh, the event that we're talking about happens on November 11th. It uh, and it's the uh, the 5K run or a one mile walk. Correct. So and this is your third year doing it. Third year, yes. And after I came on last year, we had a tremendous amount of signups after me being here. 
Oh, well, there you go. That's good to know. That's good. Tremendous amount of signups today. I hope so, because today is the deadline to sign up if you want a specific size shirt. Okay. But more importantly, yeah. you're, helping, you're helping a better cause. It's not just about the shirt. Yeah, right. we have the sco- the scholarships that go uh, along with this, too, right? Eventually, you award those out. Yes. This yep. year, we gave out five scholarships to Minichog seniors. Um, and over the past four years that we've had this founda- foundation, we've given out about $70,000. Wow. That's and awesome. W- and what's, yeah. the, what's the requirements for a student to uh, qualify to be eligible to receive a, a, a scholarship? Um, you really just have to be a senior at Minichog High School, and we have them answer some funny questions that kind of remind us of Ryan. Mm-hmm. So there's no real GPA or financial need that goes along with this. So students like Steve and I could have yeah. gotten one. Oh, we, you would have gotten one. That's good to know. You would have gotten one for sure. <laughs> we, we probably would have gotten one just out of sympathy for, oh, my God, these people are horrible. And <laughs> they really need the help. Let's send them to school. Uh, your son, Ryan, uh, was an amazing kid, and, and, and uh, the resilience in him mm-hmm. uh, when he was going through his battle. I And I brought this up last year, and I'll, I'll bring it up again, because when I did the, I hosted the, um, the, the the fundraiser that you had for him. Right. And he was not there that night, but he had, he had had his leg amputated at some point prior to that, I believe. Correct. He had come home from yeah. the hospital, I believe. It was the day of that, found, yeah. of the fundraiser. So I walk in going, oh, he's probably not coming because he, you know, he can't walk. No. Yeah. He, where was he? He was playing basketball. Yeah. He yeah. was with, he was he playing was, basketball yeah. with his friends. <laughs> yeah. He did show up later. He d- he did show up later in that, but but originally in the beginning, you know, he wasn't no. there, and people thinking, well, he probably because he can't walk. No, it wasn't because he can't no. walk. It's because he's he's doing he's <laughs> he's doing kids sports. stuff. Yeah, he's doing, doing what kids yeah, do. Right. That's it. He had fun. So the 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 condition that he had, uh, how long did he suffer with it? I mean, was it a, a like a long standing after he condition? was diagnosed? Yeah, yeah. After he was diagnosed, it was. Two, two and a half years yeah. of numerous surgeries and lots of chemotherapy. So how soon after he passed did you say, I've, I've got to do something and, I, and this is what I want to do? Um, probably within a few months. Wow. We started the foundation. And like you said, $70,000 in scholarships? Schol- um, no, scholarships and donations. And donations. See, yeah. that's that's still, that's an amazing turnout for... for... Yeah, we usually give a backpack. we it's hard to find families because we don't want to find any families, but we have found probably close to 50 families. Yeah. And this isn't the only event you do throughout the year. There are other things that, you, that pop up here Right. And there, we have right? a golf tournament every year, um, which is our biggest fundraiser. And then we have a cornhole tournament. And a couple things, a couple yeah. things couple throughout things the year. Kind of help you out there a little bit. And and again, you can go, if you want to sign up for this event, you can go to rd26.org. Correct. And then, uh, and sign up. What Today's the last day you can sign up? No, you no, can sign up. the shirt? Right. Today's the shirt cutoff, but yeah. um, you can sign up up until the 10th. You can get a cutoff shirt today? <laughs> We're going <laughs> to make you a special. Yeah, like, like yeah half, okay. nice half shirt. I'll yeah. wear a nice crop half top shirt. to the race. Why not? Right? But you don't necessarily have to participate in the run or the walk, too. There's also a virtual run. There is a virtual run, yep, and you can do that anytime. But the price does, does go up $5 after the 10th of November. Like, same-day sign-up is $5 more. 
All right, so you might as well get it today and you get the get shirt, and, uh, and then you, you'll be all set. And, and then when you go. and then when you get there, you know, chip in a few extra bucks. Don't be a, don't be a cheapskate. No, right. There is a donate button as well. And, awesome. And then uh, you know you can always go get a muffin top after your race, right? You can run down the races and you get one. You could run to yeah. races and get a muffin. That, that top. would you know that's that's an incentive to go to Wilbraham too. <laughs> yeah, running running <laughs> to races is easy. Yeah. Running away from races that's the hard yeah, part. Yeah, that's the hard. That's part. the hard part. That's that I can't do. Where is the court? The course starts. It's where? at Minichog High School. Uh, just on the grounds of the high school. Right? Uh, the walk is just on the grounds of the uh-huh. high school. The run actually goes out around some of the neighborhoods, but it's all flat, nice flat course if you want to run. Wow, the people at Wilbraham let you run through their neighborhoods like that? There, we have to have a cop there. We have to, <laughs> we have to pay for a yeah, you can't just You can't just run around. Uh, uh, I, I used to live over there. I know some of those people. Get off my lawn is usually what they say when I walk down. But uh, all right, well, there you go. Today's the sign-up for the uh, the shirt thing, but uh, you don't want to wait because you're going to pay more uh, by November 10th, right? Correct. Okay. Right. The, uh, yeah. the run for Ryan is November 11th at, uh, at Minichog High School in Wilbraham. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. It won't rain. Even though it's a Saturday, rain or oh, shine, yeah. Yeah. Rain, rain or shine. Rain or shine. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, we're getting into November. I don't think. I think the rain <laughs> goes away in November, doesn't it? We'll have snow. I don't know. Maybe yeah. no. D Doyle, best best of luck to you. Thank you so much for hope, having me. Hope it goes Thank well. You. It's eight fifty five with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred and two. Want to know what it sounds like to win one thousand dollars? Oh my god, I can't believe.